Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to Branching Out, an upbeat, friend-building, Christian-uniting ministry. Branch Living is part of Infusing Faith Ministries and is a Christian life planning ministry. And this podcast, Branching Out, is part of Branch Living. In each podcast, we focus on our Branch Living message, share interesting stories related to our faith, and offer prayers and praise. We podcast once a week, and each podcast is about 15 to 20 minutes in length. So thank you for joining us, and now let us go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for this time together. We thank you as we prepare to enter Holy Week, the holiest week of the year. Um, And we ask you to inspire us and enrich our minds as we discuss Palm Sunday today. We pray this in your name. Amen. So today we're going to talk about why and how to celebrate Palm Sunday. You know, I find the story of Palm Sunday to be a series of lessons, hard lessons, of the fickleness of people and the forgiving and loving nature of God. Jesus knew, he knew, that the people who were celebrating his entrance into Jerusalem would, within days, cry out for him to be crucified. Imagine that for a moment. It's one thing to have an event in which you feel valued and appreciated and then have people snub you. But you know, it's quite another to be at the event where people express appreciation for you and to know right there in that event, in that moment, that those same people are going to call for your death. So how would you react? How would you react with that knowledge? Well, I don't know about you, but I can imagine a number of reactions I would have. I can imagine looking at them and saying to myself, or worse, saying out loud, you hypocrites. Oh yes, you are all nice now, but in just a few days, you are going to ask the Romans to kill me. I wouldn't find any joy in the moment. No, I would be angry, but not Jesus. He enters the moment. In fact, he tells those in authority that he can't silence the crowds, that if they were silent, the rocks would praise him. This is a moment designed for praise. It is a moment that the crowds need. Jesus doesn't need their praise, but they need to praise him. There is a lesson here. We need to live more in the present moment. We shouldn't anticipate the future and we should anticipate the future and plan for it, but we shouldn't miss the joy and wonder contained in this present moment. A second lesson Palm Sunday holds for us is that we were designed to worship, adore, and praise God. How often do we pray prayers of praise? How often do we just worship and adore God? How often do we carve time out for this? Begin now. Between now and Easter, make space in your day to truly worship and thank God for the gift of life and for laying down his life to give us eternal life. A third lesson in Palm Sunday is that we as humans are much too easily and often swayed by what others think and say. The crowd worships, we worship. The crowd disparages someone, we follow suit. And we don't question ourselves. 
We don't pause and review the facts and, our, and review our emotions. We just go along. We need to pause and consider how often the crowd is wrong. How often our emotions lead us astray. Being in step with the crowd is often the wrong place to be. Don't miss out on the lessons of Palm Sunday and don't miss out on celebrating this very holy day. For Palm Sunday, one hymn that always comes to my mind is Ride On, Ride On in Majesty, written in 1827 by Henry Hart Millman. And here are the lyrics. Ride on, ride on, ride on in majesty. Hark all the tribes, Hosanna cry. O Savior meek, pursue thy road with palms and scattered garments strode. Ride on, ride on in majesty. In lowly pomp, ride on to die. O Christ, thy triumphs now begin or captive death and conquered sin. Ride on, ride on in majesty. The angel squadrons of the sky look down with sad and wondering eyes to see the approaching sacrifice. Ride on, ride on in majesty. Thy last and fiercest strife is nigh. The father on his sapphire throne expects his own anointed son. Ride on, ride on in majesty. In lowly pomp, ride on to die. Bow thy meek head to mortal pain. So let me top this off with the lyrics of another hymn that was written for this day for Palm Sunday, All Glory, Laud, and Honor. It was written by Theodulf of Orleans in 1820, but it was translated by John M. Neal in 1851. All glory, laud, and honor, honor to thee, Redeemer King, to whom the lips of children made sweet hosannas ring. Thou art the King of Israel and David's royal son. Now in the Lord's name coming, the King and Blessed One. The company of the angels is praising thee on high, and we with all creation in chorus make reply. The people of the Hebrews with palms before thee went, our pray and praise and prayer and anthems before thee we present. To thee before thy passion they sang their hymns of praise, to thee now high exalted our melody we raise. As thou received thy, their praises, accept the prayers we bring, for thou delights in goodness, O good and gracious King. Just two wonderful songs uh, for today as we think about Jesus going into Jerusalem for the last time before his crucifixion and how the crowds were so excited at the sight of him coming. So um, just a little fun, some fun facts about Palm Sunday. When is Palm Sunday? Palm Sunday is a Christian movable feast. That means it's not always on the same day and it falls on the Sunday before Easter. It falls on Sunday between March 15th and April 18th. Palm Sunday is the first day of Holy Week, a period leading up to Easter, and Holy Week is the last week of Lent before the festival of Easter and the ending of fasting. The Holy Week is seven days of religious significance 
with masses in Catholic churches often held on key days. So why is this called Palm Sunday? Well, during the Jewish Passover celebration, Jesus rode into Jerusalem and he was given a hero's welcome by the people who had heard of his miracles and regarded him as the leader who would deliver them from the domination of the Roman Empire. They carried palm branches and traditional symbols, palm branches, which was a, sim, a symbol of victory, and they spread them on the streets before him, shouting, Hosanna, glory to God. And this comes from John 12, 12 and 13. Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem is mentioned in each of the Gospels. Palms are still used in church services on this day, which is the beginning of Holy Week, and Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem is often reenacted with a procession, the most impressive one being in Rome, where the Pope, carried in St. Peter's chair, blesses with palms. At the beginning or end of the service, the palms are distributed to the congregation, and in some countries where palms are not available, branches of other trees like pussy willows, olive, box, yew, spruce are used. They are later hung up in the houses for good luck, buried to preserve crops, or used as decorations on graves. The palms could be burned and used as the ash for the following Ash Wednesday. That would be almost a year later. On Holy Thursday, which is coming up now in between Palm, Palm Sunday and Easter, is also known as Maundy Thursday, Jesus was arrested after the Last Supper being before before being crucified on Good Friday. According to the Bible, Jesus then rose again on Easter. This day is also known as the Passion Sunday, the Carling Sunday, Willow Sunday, Branch Sunday, Blossom Sunday, and Fig Sunday. So just a few traditions for Palm Sunday. Fig Sunday, the custom of eating figs on Palm Sunday gave rise to the name Fig Sunday or Fig Pudding Day in England when children would buy figs and either eat them or bring them home to their mothers to make fig pudding. The name may have come from Jesus's cursing of the barren fig tree on that day after his entry into Jerusalem as told in the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Mark. And that is such a wonderful story. So if you haven't read that one or if you don't remember it, definitely go to the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Mark and read about the cursing of the fig tree. In Austria, many Austrians go to church today and have their palm bushes blessed. Palm bushes often consist of other things of hazelnut branches, catkins decorated with colorful ribbons. These are brought to the church in the morning where they are blessed and then church goers return home to leave the blessed palm bush at the entrance of the home or the garden. So it sounds like it's kind of a gathering or massive amount of branches, not just palm branches that are then used to decorate the home for Palm Sunday. In Germany and Bavaria, branches from 12 different kinds of wood are cut and then bent and fastened to long poles in a semi-circular shape and decorated with glass beads to resemble glittering trees. The trees are then carried in a procession to the church, blessed by the priest, and then set up at the farmer's field to protect the crops and ensure a bountiful harvest. So it sounds like that theme of either burying the palm branches, 
or in this case, setting them up in the field um, to be able to ensure a bountiful crop. And then in Italy, on Palm Sunday, the piazzas in front of most of the small Italian churches are filled with people dressed in spring clothing and vendors selling olive and palm branches. The olive branches are often gilded or painted silver and the palms are braided into crosses and decorated with roses, lilies, or other flowers. After the palms have been blessed in church, they are often exchanged as a peace offering or as a sign of reconciliation between those who have had a quarrel. In Rapallo, this the center for the silk industry, silkworm eggs are taken to church on Palm Sunday to be blessed. So again, it's another way of saying that they're kind of blessing the crop. Um, in this case, they're blessing the silkworms because that is the, the crop uh, for that, um, that particular place. So very interesting that the blessing of crops is associated with this day. So I'm gonna end today. Um, we were in the process of reading The Road to Emmaus and I'm going to uh, skip that. And instead I am going to turn and read the story of Palm Sunday. Um, as our reading said, it's in every one of the Gospels. I'm going to turn to Mark and um, going to read the, the uh, 21st chapter of, I'm sorry, I'm going to read out of Matthew, the 21st chapter, uh, just till we get through Palm Sunday, but just to kind of give us a sense of um, where we are in the Bible and to hear the written word of God, which brings it home. When they came near to Jerusalem and came to Bethsage, to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village that is opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord needs them. And immediately he will send them. All of this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king comes to you, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did just as Jesus commanded them, and they brought the donkey and the colt, and they laid their clothes on them, and he sat on them. And a great multitude spread their clothes on the road, Others cut branches from trees and spread them on the road, and the multitudes who went in front of him and those who followed him kept shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he came into Jerusalem, all the city was stirred up saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is the prophet, Jesus of Nazareth of Galilee. And then at that point, Jesus goes into the temple and drives out the uh, money changers, which is uh, the beginning of the end for him as he takes on the religious authority in a very direct way. So um, entering into the moment though, this is a celebratory moment as we move toward Easter and uh, just really enjoy it. I know we plan to go to uh, church on Palm Sunday, of course, and then the church that we are attending is having a potluck uh, dinner or lunch, which will be nice to be able to gather again. We haven't done that since COVID, so that will be kind of fun. Um, so again, I just want to remind before we close in prayer that you can find us at branchliving.com or on Facebook or Getter at Branch Living, 
On Facebook, we have an international community and it would be a privilege to have you join us. So do join us and encourage your friends and family to join us because together we are stronger. So let's again close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for this annual reminder of Palm Sunday of your son coming majestically into Jerusalem and the crowds just worshiping and adoring him. And Father, may we enter this Holy Week with that same spirit, that spirit of being in the moment and praising you in the midst of our good times, in the midst of our bad times, in the midst of any time. We pray this in your name, amen. So the next message will be Easter and I look forward to talking with you then, but until next week, Stay close to God, stay in touch, and I will chat with you again soon.